Mini-episode 1572 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at Sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late-night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello and welcome to FDH Lounge mini episode 1572. I'm FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our spoiler-free review of The White Lotus Season 2. Here's our top five notes of interest about the show. Number five. As with Season 1, this run of episodes contains three groups of tourists who each have their own storylines with some consequential overlap between them. But whereas Season 1 put different socioeconomic statuses under the satirical microscope, Season 2 has more of a serious tone as it examines sex and consequences of it from multiple angles. As with the first season, we initially see that there has been a fatality, make that multiple fatalities as it turns out, at the end of the week, although we do not see the bodies. And then the story begins at the start of the week and builds to, then past, that moment in the finale. The great writing is matched by an outstanding cast that includes Aubrey Plaza, F. Murray Abraham, Tom Hollander, Michael Imperioli, Megan Fahey, Adam DeMarco, and Will Sharp. Oh, and one other tremendous fan favorite. Number four. Season two is set at the White Lotus Resort in Sicily, with Jennifer Coolidge's awesome hot mess Tanya as the only returning character from season one, along with her now-husband Greg, with whom things are increasingly strained. He objects to her bringing along her assistant Portia, a broken, aimless young woman with an offbeat sense of style, who becomes torn in her romantic interests. At a low point with Greg, Tanya finds herself befriended by a large, fun-loving crew of gays, which appears to be a clever spoof of Coolidge's real-life status as an icon for gays because of her diva image, who seek to take her on fabulous adventures, ostensibly to distract her from her woes. Number three. One young man with a flirtation with Portia is Albie, a recent Stanford grad traveling with his movie producer father Dominic and grandfather Bert. Albie fancies himself far more enlightened than his womanizing dad and grandpa, and actually, Dominic finds himself estranged from his wife as a result of his sex addiction. The widowed Bert mistakenly thinks that Dominic just hasn't been slick enough about it, as he's oblivious to the fact that his own misdeeds are an open secret. The three men are on a search for long-lost relatives in the old country and find tensions increased when a pair of prostitutes at the resort turn their attentions first to Dominic and then to Albie. Number two. The other group consists of two couples who know each other because the husbands were college friends. Cameron and Daphne make a first impression as an obnoxious yuppie couple with way too much PDA, but there's a lot under the surface, especially with the deceptively wily wife. Cameron is just a flat-out, skin-crawling douchebag who thinks that he's charming with his over-the-top antics, but he is just a repulsive scumbag. He fancies himself the dominant alpha dog over nerdy Ethan, but the worm has turned, 
because Ethan has just become insanely wealthy with his tech company. Aubrey Plaza plays his wife Harper, a successful lawyer representing women in discrimination and sexual harassment cases. While she initially has to bite back some contempt towards what she sees as their shallow, airhead counterparts, we see Plaza very successfully playing against type as a vulnerable woman secretly a bit jealous of them and feeling rejected by the fact that the spark has gone out in their marriage, especially from Ethan's standpoint. The dynamic between these four takes on a multitude of twists and turns, especially once Cameron meets, you guessed it, those two prostitutes. And those two prostitutes also factor into another subplot with the resort manager, lounge piano player, and concierges. Number one, The White Lotus Season 2 builds and builds with twists and turns across all of the groups of the resort, and it builds to a shocking crescendo. As with Season 1, there are more cringe moments than in a Michael Scott supercut on YouTube, so know that going in, but the masterful way that all of the storyline threads build with a pounding score and shots of all of the foreboding art, it's just chef's kiss. We've always held up Fargo Season 2 as the greatest anthology of all time, but this show might just force its way into a tie. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.